A Christian mind is not one that is trained to think only about Christian topics. It is a mind that has learned to think about everything from a Christian perspective. Christianity provides a comprehensive view of the world. Christianity is a worldview. Worldviews are the grids. They are the lenses through which we frame all of reality. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Black Brew Yard. This is episode 18. I am Israel and I am with... Mary. Happy New Year, guys. <laughs> I'm Richard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Happy New Year. Today, I'm going to be leading the conversation and giving Mary a bit of a break. Yeah, it's not everyday um, moderate. <laughs> as we discuss um, two things principally that, um, that I think that we think as a group has um, come to the forefront in today's news. First of all, we're going to talk about the big dog, Bitcoin. Mm. We're a bit late to the conversation, to be honest. I think so, so. thinking about it... <laughs> Richard said you were late. <laughs> you can't be doing shots that early, stop. Um, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yeah. Uh, it, it sort of like, I'm trying to think, it was really around the beginning of December? Yeah. And it, I mean, it's still in the news till, till now, really. Well, it started to really hit the news. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then we saw that the, the sharp rise in its price and the rest of that. No, we saw the sharp rise in its price over the course of the last year. Oh, wow. Yeah, the, the cost of the like Richard is <laughs> telling you that he knows he knows. You know. While you were sleeping. You know, sorry, my guy. But but sorry, so so really just to, to kick off from that, what are your thoughts generally on Bitcoin, the recent craze? Um have you invested in Bitcoin? <clears throat> so I haven't yeah. invested in Bitcoin. I know Richard has because you know, he's smart. <laughs> um but I've 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 it's been interesting from my work and looking into Bitcoin yeah. from an anti-money money laundering perspective and how a lot of people are very um, mindful of its dangers and how it mm. can um, support terrorism because obviously oh, the wow. way it, the traceability yeah. and um, kind of the, the blockchain ledger and so forth yeah, and just yeah, how yeah. it is built and, and the positives can almost be a curse as well. Um, but no, it's been interesting just to trace. I've, I've literally spoken to people who've never asked me about anything investment related and they're like, what should I do with Bitcoin? Should I buy it? Should I buy it? And, I'm like, and then people are speaking and I'm like, you can't buy a Bitcoin now. It's like 14 grand unless you want to yeah. buy a... Yeah. And then, then you see the people who know and who don't know. Mm. Um, mm. Richard, you know, Richard's actually looking at his yeah, Bitcoin you spreadsheet. You might have trying to... You might have trying to... Wow. <laughs> out me. Richard's um. looking at his Bitcoin <laughs> spreadsheet. <laughs> looking healthy. Don't um, worry, offering's looking healthy though. Um... <laughs> <laughs> the offering that, <laughs> the offering in that, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm personally, I'm personally vested. Don't mind these guys. Cha ching. Um, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm vested. Why are you smiling, though? <laughs> I'm not smiling. You're not even looking. At this me. is how you're making big tell, gains. I can your way. Making about? big gains, seeing double-digit increase <laughs> in, in percentage. Uh, what kind of? Ting hold on, double, no, we can't, double, be, double. we can't be doing this. You guys, don't, <laughs> talk about, don't talk about me. Answer the question then, Richard. Man said, man said double, double digit increases. I'm actually dying. You man are trying to out me big time. Okay, Richard, whenever you're ready. Ready for what? Thoughts on the Bitcoin craze. My thoughts, you know, it's dead. Sweat, My thoughts are is dead. You're seeing good and bad, like you said. You're hearing people that I've never really spoken about or thought about investing. Mm. you know all of a sudden say should i invest should i not invest right, you know right um and it's and this is the, the maddest thing is like this is not just like economists speaking to me or mathematicians speaking to mm. me you know this is you know english teachers and mm. um 
you know people just who, who just have no business in the field you know i guess and and that's you know it's in one sense you know though i guess it's in one sense encouraging to hear people thinking about investments you know for the future and and all that kind of stuff at the same time it's also worrying because it's as though people want to they think of it as though it's a get rich quick scheme you know yeah do you ever get that sense of like gambling like just people just mm. willing just to mm. throw yeah their like, dice like, just like, to see what like, they'll get yeah and, and mind you like even even with me like you have i have to i have to constantly check my heart i have to constantly you know right. keep in prayer because in the end of the day like you just need to know that one money isn't everything and two like mm. bitcoin isn't the way to financial freedom um mm. you know it's not it's not like and that's not the way the scripture necessarily prescribes yeah. in order to achieve yeah. uh f- you know financial stability even yeah. you know a man is called to work you know and those kind of things yeah, and, thi- and and to put his hands to it and and to be honest if you're an economist and you're, or you're, and you're a trader for a living and and, and do you know what i mean or you work for a hedge fund right. and those kind of things maybe that is you putting your hands to work yeah but for somebody who's not actually you know gifted in that particular field mm. um you're not really working you're just you know it's purely speculation in the sense of like you're just hoping you're just it's, you know it's just hopeful and yeah and at that yeah. point you have to question your um yourself as a steward uh, i think one of the things um as christians we need to realize that everything in our life shapes our hearts and and the question even with bitcoin is to say how is this going to shape my heart and sort of mold me as a person and if you go into it with this like um get rich quick scheme idea or mantra mm-hmm. you're actually shaping your heart towards um a greater degree of materialism mm-hmm. um sort of you know trying to build your riches in earth and thinking here's a quick way for me to sort of like get the millions so that i can do xyz um and that is a form of like quote spiritual formation um because it it can have the temptation to draw you away or you draw away your eyes from christ and focus in on um the the here and now and the material mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so yeah and I, and I, and this isn't just i guess in one sense even though bitcoin is at the set like it's probably the one that's hit the fan the most like mm. obviously this is applicable to all cryptocurrency so you know mm. everything from your litecoins to your you he said we don't to discriminate your, to your cage coins and all them kind of things you know what i mean it's so a, all investment funds generally yeah, as well they're all literally like mini it's ventures true. um it's been the same with all the um what's it the big tech companies that people want to invest in um facebook and amazon or uh, Apple but you know but like the thing that. That i guess the difference is for those things is you know the utility is there the product is there mm. you know the service is there hmm. Um, you can tell this guy has an MBA. Go on. Multiple Bible apps. Mm. <laughs> what? Give them. <laughs> um, yeah. You know Man, what? We man's, got that, man's got that we MBA. That thing, multiple Bible apps. I like it. I like it. <laughs> um, yeah, man's got them MBAs um, on his phone and that. And, um, <laughs> But no, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what was that? What was I literally just saying? <laughs> through me, I can't remember. You said that um, Amazon and Facebook. Yeah, have yeah. The so obviously those guys have products. utility. They have their product. Right. They have everything lined out, and you can see exactly what you're investing in. In terms Fair. of Bitcoin and the various other coins, Litecoin, you know, Ripple, all those kind of things. Mm. They are their concept. Their utility is often not currently available, or so to speak, or currently mm. um, present in in or integrated within society. But most of them are have proposing a potential um form of utility or a potential right. service and you know it's it's investing in the hope that something does well 
um, mm. or in the hope that something progresses. Don't get me wrong, not all of them are like that. Some of them have mm. already you are already acting in their space now. You know, yeah. Um, for example, I think the you know the BNB, uh, the Binance coin, for example, that's that's hmm. f- that's at the center of I'm just making um, nice, yeah. That's at the <laughs> it's crazy man. That's at the, that's that's currently operating within an exchange and it's helping you know in terms of cutting down commission for certain people or doing doing all these various kind of things in terms of fees right. and whatnot so like that coin is actually operating in its you know in its intended functionality already and it's you know supporting the exchange itself hmm. um, whereas you know other coins are future in terms of their utility and some of them yeah. are still finding their way some of them and some of them are just useless you know, i mentioned the cage <laughs> coin i think that i think that coin is literally um appraising um nicholas cage the value of nicholas cage like what? like you got you, but the thing is people are investing like crazy in random yeah. stuff yeah um because they're not one they don't really care for what the investment is um and they're just you know and they're just hoping that it's going to make them rich and that's again comes back to the whole idea of you know mm. materialism mm. And, and 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 shaping yourself around this whole idea of i'm trying to get riches now right um and and, and take it to and, and and no thoughts of the afterlife or, or, or what happens mm. um when you when you go to the grave and your riches can't go with you now i think i find that interesting because although we, we can already sort of immediately see the um problem with uh speculation in the sense of um trying to get rich quick and um, putting your eyes on the material world we also know that the bible obviously still tells us to be stewards of our finances so it's not mm. as though um, we're saying okay you know don't set your eyes on money therefore you know don't have a bank account get rid of all your finances there's still a expectation a scriptural expectation that we be financial stewards and to do well with what god has given us financially so of going forward from that how how should Christians approach financial investments, financial stewardship, and just the care of their money in a way that glorifies God? Well, yeah, I guess just firstly off that point that you just threw out um, previously, um, I think you you ended on a point that we didn't necessarily fully defend. I guess in the parable of um, the talents, um, Christ, well, you know, when Christ is explaining that parable, he talks about, the final one who the final person in that parable who is essentially the unfaithful servant the unfaithful steward and he essentially says you know what i didn't give i didn't i didn't sow your money anywhere i just hid it under the ground because mm. when all is said and done you know um i didn't really think that you you're not you're, you're a shrewd man you don't do you know what i mean i know that you sow you reap where you don't sow all this kind of stuff and he's he practically tries to slander the master in mm. the process and use that as a defense for why he himself didn't invest However, the does that mean that we should always have our money in investments and that current accounts are bad? You're actually crazy. And then <laughs> you're really but, forcing but, it. But, 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 the, but the, Sorry, the the slander, yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah, slander yeah, is literally you didn't yeah. even give my money to the bankers mm, to gain interest. So mm. there has always been that idea of you know lending money um, in order to receive interest. You know, giving your money to the bank and receiving right. interest, and thus that means there's also always been the idea on the flip side of bankers taking in money and investing it and therefore being able to give you back your money plus interest you see there's mm-hmm. there's, there's both those sides are naturally accounted for within the scriptures um and thus you know the scriptures therefore doesn't you know and and because the man didn't do that the scriptures obviously con- condemns that man and thus you don't want to like almost completely do away with the ideas of investment as though it's something that's completely unbiblical because it's it's not necessarily you know it, it is it is good to be wise uh, with your money so are you saying that every person should be investing in something 
like what are you saying what what, what would be the I'm saying everyone should invest in me. <laughs> You're a mess. <laughs> You're a mess. No, 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 I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm saying that. I'm saying that a person should be wise. Should seek to be wise with their money. Okay. Um, and I'm saying, and I'm saying that investment in and of itself is definitely not bad because uh, okay. from the few times when we do see it in the scriptures, it's actually praised. Mm. Um, okay, I get what you mean. Yeah. So someone could, for example, something like savings and making sure you have savings is, is definitely being wise with your money. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. someone could use their savings yeah. and and invest it. So almost go further. But if you're not, if you're not investing in like a fund or something it doesn't mean that no it doesn't mean that you're that you're being foolish or anything yeah like that. Mm. but it doesn't mean but in that in the case of that particular servant who money was given to him for the purpose of, of investing you know, yeah um, of managing the, the money of the master he didn't invest properly mm. what mm. he you know I mean, his money he didn't even try in the slightest yeah he was actually very lazy he showed idleness right. in, in no unfaithfulness yeah yeah completely unfaithful yeah and so you know there's there's all those kind of things and i guess um, with us, you know, I guess there's two ext- there's two extremes, and and because we're sinners, we generally fall to one side or the other. But one extreme is saying, I want all my money on this earth. I want to get rich quick. I want to, mm. do you know what I mean, I want to do this, and you and you store up your treasures in earth, you know, mm. in earthen vessels to which moth and rust can get to. And you know, on that side, you've got you've got issues because essentially that person's investing all of their hopes and their life and their future and their aims now as though earth is the end of the journey. Um, and then at the, on, the, on the flip side, you've got those who are literally like, nah, do you know what? Yeah, like my treasure's in heaven, isn't it? Mm. Forget a pension, isn't it? The Lord will sustain me. Why do I need to worry about tomorrow? Do you know what I mean? Like, and they, and right. they almost want to, they almost want to like forget the fact that, you know, the Lord still calls us to mm. work. They're not reading Proverbs. Now. You know, mm. the, the walk mm. the, exactly. They're not reading Proverbs. Like, you know, yeah. it, it doesn't, you know, we don't store up, our, we don't love, you know what I mean, develop a, a, an unhealthy love for our money in this earth. You know, we don't, we don't store up all our treasures on this earth, but that doesn't mean that you don't have, you know, <laughs> like finances to, for example, support your family and those kind of yeah. things now. Yeah. You yeah. know, so, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Two cents on that. <laughs> Mary, what are your thoughts on that on 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 financial stewardship? I think wisdom should be applied. Yeah. So um, I was just saying that just especially when Bitcoin was going crazy, people were messaging me like, "Oh, I'm gonna invest in Bitcoin," and I remember asking them, "What's Bitcoin?" And then yeah. they were coming back, and I just I knew they didn't know what Bitcoin was, and I was just like, "That's scary if you don't know what you're gonna invest in, but mm-hmm. you're just gonna do it because everyone else is doing it." I think you you need to be wise with what you're investing in. If you're not if you're not sure about it, then bruv that I said that you've got your money in mm. no leave one's dying there. leave it there like mm. you know or you might have, um invest in some mutual funds you know invest in things that you know what you're gonna do with. it's not right. by force like sp- especially when I'm speaking to people now who feel like oh everyone else is doing things everyone else is investing in all these things mm. what should I do and I'm like if if you're w- that way inclined then of course take your time and read or if you want to even pay someone to invest in it for you but if you're not that bank account you have keep mm. working keep putting your savings your regular savings amount keep budgeting keep giving to your local church keep giving to your mm. friends your family mm. and the lord will honor it like it's not by force to have investment especially yeah. if you know if you don't know what you're doing yeah exactly exactly especially if you don't know what you're doing <laughs> that I, th- is this, <laughs> I think they're the words that we needed to hear today which is a mess mm. <laughs> i think it's, it's an important thing to note that um not every not everything in life will be your specialty. Mm. Um, and so even though finances in a sense are, is a necessary component in almost everybody's life, it doesn't mean that you have to become this um, 
financial investment expert because you feel like that's the only way you can be a good financial steward steward even just being able to keep account of your money and being able to use it for whatever skill god has given you to grow it in and of itself is good financial stewardship so if you say you know what i am by trade an academic i just like to read and i publish papers and stuff and i don't um really get involved in bitcoin and stuff but if you can work on your craft that the lord has given you and use your finances in such a way as to actually grow your one Mm. into two Mm. without you know um being irresponsible that itself is i think a form of good financial stewardship even though it won't look like the bankers turning you know millions to billions or whatever Mm. you know it's mad like in the parable of the talents like Mm. in matthew 25 i think it is anyway or 24 um i think 25 um Twenty four. Anyway, it's Richard. It's one of them. Let's but, see, you know, Matthew the, just brought me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we have to hit it somewhere. Yeah. So in Matthew twenty four to twenty five, you know, in, when you see mm. the parable of the talents, um, it's crazy because the master gives different amounts, right, to the different people. Yet when all is said and done, though the two earn different amounts proportionally, it's the same. Like in terms of percentage, yeah, in terms of growth, yeah. But in but in but in terms of what they actually earn nominally speaking right it's the same amount and it's, it's not it's different amounts and, right. the, and the master gives them different amounts but the master still welcomes them both in right. in the exact same way yeah. with the exact same words yeah. to say to, to, you know as though as though he's just as grateful to the one who does mm. who handles what the mm. much he has mm. faithfully mm. to the one who handles the little he has faithfully yeah you know and so and so it doesn't like you said it doesn't matter how much you have right. or whatever you think your gift is or why you you know if your gifting is different to person x you know or to person y because when all is said and done the lord has given you those gifts mm. and he expects mm. you to be faithful with them and to whom much is given therefore much okay. is expected it's you know? the growth that, that 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 i think is the focal point it's about it's, it's, it's the human essentially saying i'm going to mimic my creator in that i'm going to take this dust and create something out of you i'm going to grow and add value um to what god has already given me Mm. as opposed to trying to match any other particular person out there in the world that's not what god is concerned about it's Mm. about can you grow what i've given you Mm. but yeah israel i mean (laughs) moving sort of moving on from that um part of the reason i think uh there's been such a craze over bitcoin in terms of people trying to get rich quick um get rich quick and and the rest is because in many respects we've uh it feels like this is a particularly hard season economically um and financially especially for millennials mm. um mm. i remember listening to uh bbc parliament show uh where peter hennessy who is um professor of what british history um at queen mary was talking about how he had to actually he, he and he said in the talk he acknowledges that he he went to university in a very prosperous time like he mm. was given a grant not a loan a grant maintenance grant and tuition was free and he went to cambridge on no tuition loan no ma- he entered um with no money he left with no money and no debt Must and be he nice. said <laughs> this is a very different time um, yeah. for those who are presently going to university who are being told you know fees are only going to increase we're slowly moving away any form of maintenance grant we're increasing maintenance loan and all these other sort of financial constraints for those who are just at the start of their career yeah um part of what's that 
part of what that has shown is this growth in what we call this or well, not we i didn't create this but what is called <laughs> the side hustle and i did that now you know just to leave uni or even to be in uni is not enough in and of itself i need to be able to do something aside to maintain myself financially to even start to grow something meaningful mm. like many people could have done um, in previous times so what are your general thoughts on this um ideal side of the side hustle what do you think it says about our society our economy i, I don't think it's always because people need the money to be honest with you okay yeah i think people sometimes just do side hustles because they feel like doing a side hustle it's a passion I mean? project maybe yeah yeah it's fun fair, they enjoy fair. it do you know what yeah, I mean? yeah yeah like man's a you know not me but you know someone could be like no, a, a just, banker just, by day sold. and like a you know a rapper by night you know oh, wow. it could it, like, mm. like i'm but just would you call that a side hustle no, obviously if you're making I'm, money from the raps uh, fair, <laughs> fair, if you are i, I understand albums and that but you know? I, I mean, a part of me thinks, I'm. You, That's a grind, it is not, isn't it? It's a, it's a grind. It is, on it's the a side, side hustle, but and obviously, if you blow, you blow in it. Yeah, because <laughs> some people signed <laughs> you know side like, hustles like, to become their main hustle. I think yeah. of like Shaquille O'Neal. Stormzy did the exact same thing. Like <laughs> yeah. mind you, my man was like was doing all sorts, and at the same time was you know getting these 50 pounds from work and putting it towards grime daily so that yeah. you could put his, you know mm. what I mean, so he could start to put his tracks out there. Mm. Like at the end of the day, when all is said and done. You know, sometimes a side hustle can become a main hustle in the future, but really, it's a right, passion. Right. So just it can be but, a passion. Okay. Obviously, so, not- so so what would you say to 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 those side hustles that are not necessarily because I want to become this at some point, but if it doesn't, I still got a job. So, for example, um, you you have someone who has a, a nine to five but is an Uber driver on, on mm-hmm. weekends. Yeah. Um, mm. Deliver delivery and all these other side hustles they're trying to take over uber no i'm joking i'm joking i'm joking i think yeah they're just trying to supplement supplement, right, their, income. supplement their income there's yeah. a there's i think it, with the whole um pressure of trying to buy a house you may be mm. trying to get married you're trying mm. to do all these different things and you're looking at your your income after tax and you're thinking raw what's my stack saying? and you're looking at everything you know yeah. okay tube prices are only tax. gonna get higher petrol is only gonna get higher all these different things are gonna get higher Inflation. i need another i need another <laughs> source of income you know, I, I remember someone tweeted something saying that like, it's upsetting when you realize you're only going to get to what paid 12 times a year. Like that mm. whole idea of wanting to add more streams into your mm. income. And mm. I think, especially if it's driven by your passion. You know, or I only just realized I'm only getting paid 12 times a year. <laughs> <laughs> Don't cry. Got paid. Um, and then when you realize like, and if you notice something in the market, you might spot something that's, you know, um, commercially viable. You think, okay, I'm going to, you know, spend some time doing this. Mm. I, I do love to see people's uh, creativity and their entrepreneurship mm. in terms of mm. being able to notice something and put in some hours after work or whenever they get the time right. to just explore it and then earn some income from it. I, I think it's amazing. Um, it's not by force to have a side hustle right. again. So you don't you don't think it necessarily means you're better financial steward? No, if, I don't think so. If you don't. I don't no, think no, a Christian sinking because Barbara has a side hustle and I don't. I must be less of a Christian than Barbara. Mm, now I need to stop mm. doing hair. Okay. <laughs> Why does Barbara do hair? And Why does Barbara do cakes? Why can't Barbara be a builder? <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Next subject, complimentary. I'm, <laughs> I'm fully fighting my feminism today and I need to stop. So uh, I'm joking. I agree. But yeah, it's there's nothing wrong with... Um, there's nothing wrong with um. But what also? What did you say? Barbara being Barbara. Yeah. Let Barbara it. be Barbara. It's not by force to um. I mean, not by not not that. I mean, Sometimes it's um. <laughs> like, if you want to have a side hustle, you can have a side hustle. It comes again. Mm. For example, someone um like you know how Richard is, is someone that's investing, and you being able to use that his wisdom in, in being able to invest in mutual mutual funds, and there's someone who could be investing in their side hustle. Right. 
it's the same right. if you if you spot the gifting and you say okay mm. you know rich is investing in, in mutual funds and so Some, forth sometimes and, diversified though, and okay sometimes. whatever no one's <laughs> talking about you and then sandra's able to <laughs> um do a be a wedding planner or she's yeah, able to yeah, yeah. um create events or she's able to market <laughs> she's able to market things and that's one way <laughs> she's this able guy, to market things and just take over um, market stuff as well and she's able to um yeah. that's another way that you yeah, can uh, yeah. add to your income i, I yeah. just think if you if you're using your giftings and you're using your time and you're able to create something that is use your time wisely isn't yeah it? Like, don't get me wrong like but it's, it's sometimes having a side hustle can actually show you're using your time very wisely other times right. it might show you're not to be honest that's interesting because i was thinking that a few people might well not a few but i mean there might be a perception that getting a side hustle means you're almost making money a priority in your life because the assumption is it's a side thing so you have a main thing going on mm-hmm. or you have a nine to five or you have whatever you do but now you're actually taking away the time you would normally have you know given to i don't know family or getting home from work mm-hmm. at, at six thinking oh now is the time to relax i'm now going to work an extra four hours in the evening mm-hmm. and 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 some people some people may actually think aren't you bordering on making money an idol and, and, and like, I, like i was about to say yeah i think it's possible you know, I definitely hmm. think it's possible at a time where you should be resting potentially. You might mm-hmm. be working, you know what I mean? And that could be very, very, very problematic. And so you want to make sure that you, again, it's the whole, it's this whole, you know, this sinner complex. We're one of two mm-hmm. extremes, you know, mm-hmm. laziness, uh, you know, idleness, and then idolatry, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just got to, you know, we've got to fight it. But it yeah. doesn't mean, it, but by definition, having a side hustle doesn't necessarily mean that you are being prudent with your money, nor does it necessarily, and, and, and being a faithful steward, nor does it necessarily mean that you're, you know, that you're, you're idolizing, right. but, um, you're idolizing money. You and know? I think that does require some self-examination. I think uh, side hustles aside, I think when you speak to some people, when you read like just, uh, or you watch the common kind of narrative of, um, I, why am I an entrepreneur? And a lot of people have the same story of like, I didn't want to go to work and my manager shouting at me, or I didn't want anyone to tell me what I wanted to do. You know, I didn't want to, I didn't want to, I wanted to be my own boss. I didn't want anyone to be my boss. And it's like, actually there's not there's what's the issue with having someone in, in authority mm. and that's when you begin to see that sort of natural rebellion that we have to authority so i've seen i've watched videos of people saying yeah I, no one's gonna tell me what to do i'm gonna tell them what to do that's why i'm my own boss that's why i'm an entrepreneur now and it's like <laughs> oh is that uh is that is that a yeah lord yeah, is yeah, that yeah. is that honoring the lord that's how you become an mm. uber ceo that gets kicked <laughs> 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 no and, and you see how problematic right. that can be where and that's why self-examination happens okay i want to be an entrepreneur but why do i is it because right, i don't want to yeah. i don't want to get late become late to work and someone's saying to me oh shouting at me well, why are you shouting at me i'm mm. uh, why are you why are you over me mm. Why can you fire me? Like, and that's where the pridefulness has to be checked, and and you have mm. to check your heart to see, okay, why do I want to do these things? My man has two jobs. Everyone <laughs> <laughs> to say that. <laughs> and on that note, actually, in in, in terms of um, people wanting to you know be their own boss and stuff, mm-hmm. closely tied to the side hustle then is the idea of entrepreneurship and um, this. I I almost want to say it's a very very recent um, fetish of entrepreneurship and the idea that the the in thing is to be your own boss and to set your own business mm-hmm. like back in the 80s and 70s 80s 90s it was bureaucracy the in thing was to become the middle manager mm-hmm. but now it's completely changed and it's why would i want to go off and work in this standard accounting work firm where i can start my own accounting firm or start my own whatever start my own record label mm-hmm. um start my own bitcoin currency that doesn't even make any sense. Start my own <laughs> cryptocurrency. This is how you know. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Stay in your lane. <laughs> Let me make those examples. Oh my. Oh, wow, wow, wow. Anyway. Yeah. So, so what, what are your thoughts on entrepreneurship? Do you see it the same way you see side hustles? Do you think there's something more 
honor honorable about entrepreneurship i feel like i see i'm seeing the growth more in the black community because there's been this whole um this whole reality of the fact that for us to have our own things for us to have our own institutions and Mm. establishments we need to be our own you know we have to own our own and we have to have black institution we have to have black banks we have to have all these different Mm. things so you're seeing people are saying okay i'm going to a walmart now or i'm going to a place where they're selling my hair why can't i sell my hair why can't i sell this oh you know we're the biggest um consumers of specific products we're giving these people billions and billions of Hmm. money why can't we sometimes you don't have the gifts though sometimes just go consume but sometimes you do have (laughs) the gifts you know what i mean like sometimes you do have the gifts and you're seeing that a lot and and there's even a (laughs) there's even a uk website that talks about i think it's black owned businesses and they literally have you can go on that website if you're looking for something you can actually type it in and you can support it and find it and and i think especially from the christian aspect of it i feel like when you hear people saying i have my own business and you're a christian it's always met with skepticism and like mm. oh you know be careful you know the world's gonna get you like <laughs> just go to work and it's like there's yeah. nothing wrong with no i feel like that i feel like when i when i've seen people who say okay i own my own business and and especially when they're oh, ambitious as well right. especially when you speak to a christian they're like okay i've got my business creating this product for example and yeah. I, you know i really want it to be the best thing ever and i yeah. want to do this and I, especially when you and if you hear they're making money they're like oh be careful you know money's yeah, gonna yeah, come and yeah, get you yeah, yeah. and it's like there's nothing wrong with that and especially when you think of as someone who now owns a business and as a christian you mm. just think of wow that's going to be the best business ever because you they have their distinct reality of of the fact that they're a new creation and then they're, they're dealing with people and then they're creating a service that benefits society and i just feel like there's nothing wrong with entrepreneurship and un- enterprise and i think we should do much all we can to promote that actually yeah, yeah. ricardo sometimes the market is saturated oh my goodness. <laughs> what kind of starting statement was that so dangerous sometimes new year sometimes, same richard sometimes the market is saturated sometimes i, I you know yeah i get you that you might want to start against but sometimes mm. you don't go inside but don't you think work. don't you think that this is obviously a, yeah that said sometimes you know you've got oh the gifts to start a business mm. you know mm. and sometimes you might need to, you know, you might need to not be working for the man. You need to go and, do you know what I mean, mm. and, and and stop being so not safe, but stop being so, I guess, so lax about it. And you know, mm. go and go and put mm. your hands to good use and 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 to you know and to make the most of your gifts and right. to start your business. Sometimes, but different people are, have different callings. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um. Some people might be called to start a business, but some are not. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing there, exactly. Right. There's nothing wrong with that, and it doesn't make you any less of a you know of, mm. a, of, a, mm. of, of a human or any more. But mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's in, when all is said and done, the reason for such a big boom in like this whole, um, I want to start my own business. This that the other, this that the other. You know, it's 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 partly tied to the whole industrial revolution. But you know, hmm. as as well as, as the way Israel just did, hmm, like African <laughs> uncle. <don't> mind <laughs> <laughs> you know, but as well as that, I think a lot of it is also tied, especially within our kind of community, to you know, yeah. the general like socioeconomic status that we find ourselves in as black mm. millennials uh, so mm-hmm. often, mm. and and it's so common for most of us to have been raised in you know slightly substandard, you know, um, sub economic like kind of backgrounds and homes yeah. and stuff like that, and. And, and and with that in mind, a lot of us have therefore embedded or ingrained within ourselves the desire and, and passion to aspire for that yeah. which is higher than that which we were originally brought up in in order to give our children and, 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 and you know, our, our offspring, etc. things that we didn't actually weren't able to have or mm. to enjoy the things that we weren't able to enjoy whilst young. Mm. And that is, you know... In one sense, you know that can be that can be a, a healthy you know healthy uh, mindset to have. In one sense, 
um, that you know I want to put my hands to good work and I want to try my hardest and I want and I want to work hard and I want to yeah. want to do well. Yeah. But in the other sense, it can be you know it can be bad because the the focus and the desire and the and the drive can all be, I want more money than I used to have. I want more money than I was raised up having. I want more. And do you know what I mean? And money becomes the center and the driving factor. Mm. Um, and so like when it comes to entrepreneurs, um, entrepreneurs, I'm I'm quite you know. I'm not skeptical because, to be honest, I, I I love when you know when I see brothers and, and sisters, you know, um, whether they're black or white. Do you know what I mean? You know, brethren, whatever. Like when I see mm, like mm. millennials succeeding in those kind of domains. But when all is said and done, like as long it depends your driving factor, like your your motivation, the engine that actually pushes you to go forward and to and to pursue, you know, to working a nine to five or working for as an entrepreneur. Um, in your own business like that's the that's the real crux of the matter so for me like boom like you might have a you know you might want to start your own business good for you you know sometimes you might not want to start your own business you know it's yeah. good for you and sometimes mm. you want to start a business you shouldn't be sometimes oh. you don't want to start a business you should, should. be do you know what yeah. I mean like it's it mm. really is it really is down to your, your individual calling but it is the driving factor that causes you to do what you do that's the real that's the real things that the uh, that's the real crux of the problem there that's that's the real you know that's where the real that's where the rubber hits the roll that's where you really understand whether someone's doing that which is right or someone's doing that which is wrong and um, slightly as just a slight thing on the other side that we just have to mention as well like you, i think you mentioned it briefly but the way millennials in particular mm. have been brought up in a economically at an economical disadvantage right mm-hmm. right so everything from you know db pension schemes um, that whole conundrum whereby essentially companies have promised billions upon billions to their st- um, to their staff that they actually can't afford and thus we're here clearing up you know essentially funding the the, the gap um, yeah. whereby you know uh, things like university fees whereby you know the house the house um, house inflation versus you know salary inflation and all that kind of stuff you know, millennials have been brought mm. up in a real tough position. <laughs> like, I'm not even trying to be funny. Yeah. Like, it's peak. Um, but that's it, you know. And and every time we see tax, um, that tax bill, you know, you just, <laughs> you know, you, you have yeah. to you have to look back to the source that pushes you to go to work. Yeah. You know, like it's it's really it can it can be difficult. And 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 that said, you know, like we're constantly going to be stuck paying mm. debt. You know, I'm thankful that I I just about skipped that f- that nine grand that, that nine road. grand a year. I don't want to cry. Today. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> but you know, I, I, I'm, but I skipped that. You know, you know, but it's not everyone's calling to skip it. <laughs> it's real. Sorry, bro. It's not everyone's calling to skip it. But yeah. you know, I skipped that. And and but even me, like mm. you know, like I'm 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 well off. You know, thankfully. Mm. But at the same well, time, like Bitcoin, why would I'm still you. I'm still. Like, I'm still grinding through yeah, that yeah, loan, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're all yeah, in the, yeah, you know, yeah. and after tax, we're all in the same position. Mm. You know what I mean? Like it's mad. Like so, so yeah, man. I think entrepreneurs, all that kind of stuff, like all well and good. Yeah, and know. I think that pushes it as well. Yeah. Like if you're seeing the struggle of life, right. and then now you're now right. you're, you're being you encouraged to, f- to, yeah. to to yeah. be as creative as you can. And I think it's incredible in when you see yeah, and that kind of stuff. You see yeah, people yeah. creating things now, and in and in excellence, it's actually leading to to profit. So. I mm-hmm. think it's amazing. Like everyone, if you see something, if you've got an idea, mm. cool, speak to some um, friends, see if they, right. you know, take your right. time, but start heart slowly, check well. heart mm. check indeed, you know, pray about it and mm. go it for it. Who sees what you can do? That's f- that's and if you're it. looking for an initial sort of like investment idea, 
blackberryyard.com <laughs> check us out we gonna make it out page um, <laughs> make it where <laughs> send an email to blackberryyard at gmail.com telling us how much you want to invest in we'll give you a zero percent stake in the organization <laughs> and this thing will go but more <laughs> Um, you actually said something that that, that made me Mary when, you, Mary when you said um that especially in the in the black community um you find people challenging um assumptions and saying why does why do things have to be this way mm-hmm. I know you know I, it reminded me of the the Channel Four um sort of like I don't know if it was a show of a, or a clip that said you know almost every um hair shop for black girls or more for black people i guess is is owned by non-black people yeah and is this like sort of challenge wait why does it have to be that way yeah. like who said and obviously there's nothing wrong quote of course a non-black person in a, a, a hair shop predominantly for black people but why does it have to be that way yeah and 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 more broadly in other areas is this challenging of assumption is saying wait we don't have to accept the givens of our society we can create for ourselves what we think is of more value and and is to be more prized and it even reminded me of um jay-z and his sort of like rise to to near to, to, to nearly be he's, he's currently fighting p diddy we'll see who comes out first to be the first sort of black um um hip-hop billionaire um mm. and he you know he wanted to go on a record label and someone shut him down and he started his own one um, Rock Nation and then he wanted to start a clothing company and this clothing company said no we won't accept your bid and he started um, Rockaware and it was like I don't have to follow your norms I don't have to accept your your standards and I can create for myself what I think is of more value and actually give what other people like me have been desperately mm-hmm. craving um, craving of yeah um, and I, just, I, I love more broadly I just love the idea of creating value and adding to people and um better in society i think i heard this a long time ago but i'm I'm starting to see its importance more so now mm-hmm. um probably bill gates that said this who, who was like you know if you want to be a billionaire solve um, um world hunger and his point was that if you can generally meet a problem a genuine problem and solve a legitimate issue somewhere obviously it doesn't have to be world hunger per se but in your community so with um black people in london or with um millennials in england and, mm. and so on and so forth if you can legitimately solve a problem you are adding value to them mm. and and at that point the money becomes a byproduct a secondary thing yeah because the 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 benefit and the beauty of it is the value you've added to all these people um, in terms of their livelihood and what they can do with their newfound sort of yeah. like abilities and capabilities and so on and so forth. I think social media is probably a good example, um, even though it has its problems. Clearly, yeah. But it has <laughs> enabled so many people to do so many more things. Um, and it's generally something that I think uh, Christians, like Richard said, should welcome, but also approach knowing that just like anything else, it can have its um can be it can be affected by sin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and, and even though we can see the goodness of creation in entrepreneurship, we also have to recognise that it comes with its um temptations and lures that can pull us away from Christ and then actually harm our spiritual vitality. Mm. Um on on that note, mm-hmm. follow, flowing from that, there was an article in The Guardian by Daisy um Barkham uh, titled perfectionism is just is destroying the mental health of my millennial generation um and this article 
essentially argues that ambition and a desire to perform well and improve has morphed into this ugly creature um, that is affecting the mental health of millennials. And it, it starts by quoting a study published by Thomas Koran and um, Andrew Hill, where they found that the majority of people who responded to their survey were experiencing what they title or what they call multi-dimensional perfectionism or better phrase the pressure to meet increasingly high standards measured by a widening collection of metrics so the idea is that (laughs) so the idea is that it's not just i want to be a better student but it's i want to be a better everything i want to be the best um athlete i want to be the best bank i want to be the best i don't know speaker in french i want to be the best in five six seven different areas and and the perfect and the desire for perfection in all these areas is uh, you know creating a mental health crisis of its own yeah, within yeah. millennials and i and i wanted to sort of ask on on that idea do you think that the rise in entrepreneurship or even your in your own experience sort of entering the working world and um, seeing around you what black millennials are experiencing do you think perfectionism is having is a factor and does it have a role in the way we are engaging in in the kind of work we want to do as black millennials so specifically in mm-hmm. London black millennials do you, do you think there's a perfectionism that's creeping up um, um, that's been damaging to you I mean the article even speaks about things like we've been conditioned from things like Ofsted who've almost who almost not created a, a way that now we're always being um, measured by one thing or another and I think mm. you, you see that again in things like social media for example I know that there was like a statistic that came out maybe last year or 2016 where it spoke about how um, kids who are daily watching like daily on Instagram are more likely to have self-esteem issues and so forth and it's just yeah. the the constancy of looking at images of per- perfectionism um, and, and then being impacted by it and I think that that's the issue when you look at mediums like that where someone mm. goes on instagram now or goes on twitter and they're not gonna say it's funny because i was talking to uh, my old boss about there was like a portal we used to use at work and um people would go on it and they would write like great in- meetings they've had with clients and so forth and we would always giggle because it would it always be something like oh had a great meeting with client x it was so productive you know it was amazing they've disagreed for the new solution yeah, we're gonna make just had another meeting with client y and it just said yes gave us bonuses and it's like no one ever says just had a poor meeting it was a terrible terrible pitch they said we should leave i was incredibly unprepared and nervous and it didn't go my way and like no one's ever wholly transparent with who they are and that again feeds into the perfectionism Mm. that that we all seek and of course we none of us are perfect but when you go on your instagram you've had a very poor day and you see everyone is talking about how perfect their life is or or their twitter or their snapchat or even just generally just fellowship i think this can happen in the church if you're speaking to someone you're like oh how's your walk and they're like you know the lord's been blessing me (laughs) and it's like how's your struggles no there's no struggles like yeah yeah all your struggle (laughs) all your struggles are so minimal that it's like oh you know i didn't even i didn't read i didn't finish reading um that seventh chapter that i was trying to read today i just had one more verse like that's not a struggle but that's that's almost how you're presenting it and then now yeah. you start to think mm. raw like you downplay your struggles yeah and you overplay your successes yeah and you yeah. think there's there's that's hard for anyone to deal with mm. yeah. i think i think it's mad instagram is a fantastic picture um as to you know as to what actually happens in reality but you're essentially presenting <laughs> no pun intended you know yeah yeah but what you end up presenting is a false reality because you're presenting life through you know a, a, a snapshot of a you know mm. of, of, of from your life 
um, as though that's, you know, def- like a, an accurate portrayal of everything that you are and everything that you live, ab- everything that you're about. Mm-hmm. And then you also, um, you know, you put that life, that, the pic- that picture of your life through a filter, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and, and then people are wondering why can't I, my life look like your that thing. which yeah. is right. which has been edited tweaked yeah. and yeah. only highlighting a small section you know the same is to be said of um you know youtube vloggers and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff you know? i'm always hearing about um you know patricia bry and jamie and nikki you know you can tell i'm married <laughs> you can tell um, you're married <laughs> tell you're you married know, all these all these different kind of all these different kind of like youtube vloggers and all this kind of stuff and don't get me wrong youtube vloggers are fine and whatnot but right and all is said and done like Again, they're presenting like small their best snippets life. from you know mm. from their life, and everyone's thinking, you know, why can't my husband always be smiling like that? Yeah, you know, why can't you know what I mean like and all these kind of things? But in the end of the day, when all is said and done, you know, that's not an accurate picture of life as a whole. Do you know what I mean? In the slightest, yeah. and 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 that's really problematic because then you can start to compare, you can start to lose contentment, um, you know, and all sorts of issues can arise out of that, and so. Yeah, you've got to be really careful. You've got to be yeah. really careful with regards mm. to these things. You see the issue with metrics as well, like just the whole idea of you go on Instagram now, you can see the likes, you can see the right. views of the videos. Right. You you compare um, your sister's um, likes with your own likes. You're mm. like, that oh, stuff gets to you, she no? got hundred likes within mm. six seconds. Mm. My, I'm still struggling to get mine to sixty five. And like, of course, people think, oh, that's so stupid. But yeah. I, people that, that generally really does impact people. Yeah. You look at a yeah. video and you're like, oh, I've just uploaded this video. I even I even did it at the right time that they say you should do it, and I did all of that, and I. I'm like I've only mm. got 60 videos <laughs> one guy's just uploaded one stupid and he's got all of this <laughs> and it's like stupid. and you see that in everything and of course yeah. that's not just social media yeah. that comes with comparison generally you might speak to a friend and they're talking about how they're gonna buy another house and you're still struggling to save your two percent mm. deposit and you know and or someone's getting married and they're not even struck like wait two percent deposit I wasn't even thinking was of that <laughs> in my mind but you know what I mean but Mary was on a roll though you have to let her go man two percent <laughs> of the deposit I mean rather um yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah and you just see that comparative yeah. um Nature, and th- and yeah. that's the issue with mm. our hearts, you know, the fact that we do have um, our heart is a factory of idols, and mm. and we have to that's Keller, <laughs> and we have to struggle, yeah, and we have yeah. to fight that every day. And I think for some people, if you're if you're struggling with that generally, then maybe social media and some some certain social media shouldn't be for you, or maybe j- and of course you have to pray for the Lord for grace. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it, it is definitely a, a danger zone. Um. I think Scott Saul said it best when he said comparison is a thief of joy. <gasps> the thief of joy. Mm. So um, no honestly and and it, it, it i mean see see initially my thoughts sort of start with there's a sense in which um com- comparison can be used mm-hmm. to push you yeah um, because you know and you 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 normally hear of people saying that you you, sh- you should really try and surround yourself with people who are just that edge better than you so you can yeah. be pushed to do better because if you find yourself so at the top of the ladder, you get too comfortable too quickly. But I think the way it's working now is is, is really strayed from that. Mm-hmm. Um, especially, this might be controversial, we'll see. Especially when it comes to things that aren't so, um, what's the word? That aren't so, so much to do with actually improving and bettering yourself. So if you build a whole Instagram um brand image on your looks and all of a sudden you find that you don't have as many likes as the person next to you that's not the same as somebody who's trying to become the fastest sprinter in the world mm-hmm. you're you're very much trying to grow something that to a degree 
has it. Mm, this is quite. You know what? <laughs> you know, yeah, I know. Like, what you mean, happens, it, to the degree it has What's its it? limits. It? Mm-hmm. Whatever happens, happens. It, it has its limits, and it's not. It's not about you. You you you've away from generally adding value and growing and and bettering and improving and contributing something meaningful to to basically being um, a master of the trivial, mm. which at that point I think just becomes a doorway for idols to run into your yeah. heart and find their um their throne As, and you see the issue with with all of this is that your identity should not be found in any of mm, this mm. so even if you, if you go on it um we're using instagram a lot instagram we love you please send us some promotion stuff but like <laughs> if you're on instagram for example your identity is not found in your zero or a million likes your in, your in, your identity is not found in any of these things yeah even if you know you compare yourself to your friend who's got a better job than you your identity is not found in any of these things and that's where the christian really does need to push against the yeah. the, the, yeah. the impo- yeah the imposing worldview that says okay your identity is in your job your identity is in your career your identity is in your in your salary your identity is in mm. your friends your identity is mm. in your social mm. circle your identity is mm. in all of these things because they tell you who you are and if the the better these things are the better you are receiving it's like actually the christian it's a false gospel yeah it's actually a false gospel and your identity is not found in any of these things Mm. your identity is found in the lord so on on that note just to sort of like wrap things up how how could we what is okay let me let me rephrase that question what are some um tips you would give to the christian in order to guard against that joy stealing comparison that can so easily surround us there's, That's a really good question. There, there's 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 two things um, mm. that come to mind. I'm constantly going to give like the flip side. Like, in one sense, you know, I want to point you towards like contentment, mm-hmm. and 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 to know, um, you know, that contentment is 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 truly, you know, a wonderful virtue. You know, Paul says, um, you know, we brought nothing into this world and we'll take nothing out. But as long as we have food and clothing, we should be content with that. Mm. It's not to say that Paul has a defeatist attitude, but it's that Paul recognized that, you know, one, God is orchestrating all things. And two, like irrespective of what situation you find yourself in, you ought to be thankful because God has been the one who has sustained you from birth where you had nothing to the point of death, where you go, where you leave with nothing. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, And in that sense, like contentment is, is is so necessary in the christian in the, in the christian life you know is is that precious jewel um you know and and secondly like in one sense you want to you want to point to um the 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 beauty of contentment hmm. but at the same time you want to point to the you know the darkness of 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 discontentment and just the damaging effects you know hmm. being discontent is you know is at the heart of for example adultery you know, um, when a person goes and, and forsakes the love, of yeah. the, do you know what I mean? The, the one to whom they're committed to um, in terms of covenant and then goes to another, you know. Um, you know, discontentment is what causes, you know, theft when a person is pleased to steal mm. and take that which doesn't belong to them. Mm. You know, um, discontentment is what causes murder, you know. Yeah. God is the one who is the avenger. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And 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 when we take vengeance into our own hands and we and we commit the act of murder, we immorally take someone's life. Mm. Again, that's you know that's a form of discontentment, not trusting that God is God. You know, and and, mm. and and that's really at the heart of it all. Like this whole idolatry. You know, you need to have your way mm. now, mm. or you need to receive what what you deserve yeah. now. When yeah. really, ultimately, it's God who defines what yeah. you deserve. And 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 whom have I in heaven but you? There's nothing on earth that I desire besides you. My flesh and my heart hmm. may fail. You know, the Lord is Preach the portion, my portion my forever. forever. Mm. Mm. 
Something big up ASAP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mary? Um, I think with contentment, it's such a good question because I'm always speaking to people about how do you do with contentment? Mm. Um, but I think for two things that's really helped me is really... Um, <laughs> <laughs> big up the people I talk to. They're the wise ones. Um, but I think for me, it's always it's, um, understanding the Lord's love by his providence. Right. So knowing mm. that the Lord does love you um and so when you are going through this girl's been to seminary you know <laughs> you guys are gassing me please <laughs> but you know looking at the lord's providence or wherever you are is where god has placed you yeah. um and the the person who's placed you there loves you mm. um i always love the scripture where um christ says something about like christ does all things well um yeah. and just the lord has done all things well and you being maybe not as successful as you want to be or you seeing friends who are doing amazing things and you're not the lord has put you there and this is the lord who loves you and who's shown his love through the gospel mm. um and then a second thing that i think helps is just being transparent with your friends so just not just showing them your successes showing them your struggles showing mm. them your own frailty showing them your own struggles and that makes them feel like okay raw like everyone's struggling yeah. together and we're able to encourage each other and i think that's where i think fellowship for me has always been fellowship has always almost strengthened days when i when i felt very discontent or i felt very envious just being able to be challenged yeah. by the brethren but yeah. just yeah just seeing the lord's providence and his love is like yeah the lord does love me yeah mm. um and uh what about you israel <laughs> I, was, I was gonna say I'm, i was trying to remember who again i saw this on twitter just today literally i think like um 10 minutes before we started recording <laughs> when you um, um was this was providence really to be honest mm. so shouts out to god um but it was <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> i'm so stressed god um it was um, the tweet the the tweet said um if you are um feeling happy and you know it clap your hands it didn't say that you know if you're if you're feeling discontent or sad about your life count all the things that you don't deserve List mm. down everything that you know you do not deserve and it's really about stopping and, and and looking around you for a moment and saying god has given me so much that i really do not deserve more than i could have ever asked or or thought to have asked um and i'm not going to allow my eyes to be swayed at um what someone has even if it is more and therefore rob me of the joy of seeing what god has given me mm-hmm. so in fighting comparison is really about stopping and turning your eyes away from other people and saying let me look within my own life and see the blessings that god has given me and it reminds me of a, a song i i heard growing up we're all gonna sing it we're all gonna sing it together because we all know this okay I count know. your blessings name them one by one i don't know about you <laughs> and you'll count be your blessings the lord has done banger <laughs> that's a banger um, and it's biblical too honestly that that that, that right there is the truth What's the, what's um, the scripture? Remember the Lord and his, on his benefits. Is that, yeah, that is a scripture. Bless the Lord on my soul. And forget not his benefits. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. And the last thing I would say is, um, is honestly to look to Christ, um, to realize that in Christ, you have um, the only person's attention that you actually need. Mm. Um, comparison makes us look at other people and say that I'm not as worthy as as these other people i'm not as high as these people i'm not deserving of as much love or as much likes as these people because i don't have as much as them um but in in the gospel we see that god's eyes was so fixed on us and his desire to redeem us was so intense that he sent his son 
for us so he looked at you and says i want you as my child mm. and his attention is the only attention that matters and so whether you mm. get 160 likes or only six likes or even if it's only your mother who likes your posts you can know that the god of who created heaven and earth who created all the material for us to even create something like facebook is intimately concerned about me and because he's concerned about me i am free to live this life not being um trapped or dragged by the applause and praise of people around me and on that note um mm. this has been black berea um my name is it's israel my name is I- mary <laughs> <laughs> Shame your names. i'm richard <laughs> and this is black berea yeah take care <laughs>